The final edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hi, I'm Jeff Chrysler, and I'm fake Tony Hendra, and this is the final edition Radio Hour. Tony, I can't believe it's already spring and I'm still writing 2015 on my Trump jokes. Shouldn't that be 1938, Jeff? Oh, a Hitler reference. That's very clever. Thank you. I was kidding, fake Tony. Hitler's too easy, as is saying Trump supporters are just dumb. But they are. Look, your accent is terrible, and no, they're not. At least, I don't think they start out dumb. I think that Trump supporters, they just long for a past that never existed. And Trump promises to make them young again, to make them relevant, to make them energetic and vibrant and virile, and promises them that they can have sex with these, like, hot, beautiful Eastern European models. Trump is basically a Viagra commercial. Donald Trump, I'm fucking America, and you can too. Yes, that's a good slogan. Ted Cruz, the devil you know. That's also John Kasich, I could literally eat a baby and be better than these two a-holes. Yeah, that's a good... Hillary Clinton! Clear eyes, clenched teeth, can't lose. That's Friday Night Lights. Bernie Sanders, hey you kids, get on my lawn! That's... It is the end of March, early April. It's springtime. And this is the best of recent episodes of The Final Edition Radio Hour. Are you a recent college graduate looking for a job? Why not check out an exciting career as justice on the United States Supreme Court? We have a rare opening on the court, and now is the time to get in on the ground floor. But I'm not even a lawyer. Technically, you don't have to be. I mean, they've all been lawyers so far, but if you have a couple years' experience working at a Wendy's, or you supported your family on minimum wage, you bring some life experience the court doesn't have right now. I guess. But being a justice sounds like a lot of work. It's as hard or as easy as you want it to be. We have a guy who didn't ask a single goddamn question for ten years. And when he finally does pipe up, he's defending the right of a domestic abuser to own a gun. Wow, that sounds like something I'd like to do. How's the pay? $244,400 a year. And the perks. When you have unchecked power over the law, you'd be amazed how many people want to shake your hand and buy you a free dinner. You'll get speaker's fees from political groups with business before the court. Free accommodations from businesses that have gone before the court. Free travel from people who've gone before the court. Gee, isn't that unethical? Well, now that's a question. That's a big question. And you know who decides big questions in this country? The Supreme Court! That's right, Cupcake. You decide for yourself whether you're being ethical. Could I kill someone legally? Why the hell not? To apply, call any major corporation or conservative think tank and ask for an application. Remember, no matter which way you decide a case, you're the winner! The final edition is proud to present Great Moments in the Life of Nancy Reagan. Number one... 1951, Nancy Davis meets Ronald Reagan. Well, hello there, little lady. What can I do for you? People think I'm this other actress called Nancy Davis, and she's a commie. Oh, well, maybe I can fix that. But uh, what do I get? After all, I am head of the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, my. You put an idea in my pretty little head. Well, that won't be the only thing. Today on Clickbait. Some cute things my kid did when we put him to sleep. A list of 12 celebrities you thought were dead. And are. What Soren Kierkegaard says about your favorite star of The Expendables 4. A neighbor complained about the noise from a crying puppy. This inspiring message was burned into his lawn. Guavas or mangoes? Which are more fuckable? Take my quiz and see if you know why Karen doesn't love me. Check out a video of a guy doing something that would really surprise you if you knew him. And a list of six things in my pocket that smell. Not counting the pocket itself. You won't believe number five. That's clickbait. It's nothing. Formatted.
Why are you voting for Donald Trump? Because Trump tells it like it is. The whole system is rotten and everyone's bought. The other candidates can't say it, but Trump can. Trump will tell you the truth. Trump will tell you that Trump is rich and that Trump can fix everything. Only Trump will tell you that. All Muslims all over the world are just the same three guys running around using different names and exchanging outfits. Everybody knows this, but Trump's the only one who says it. There's a kind of frosting that cures AIDS, and liberals won't let you have some. Trump's the only one talking about it. Everyone knows if you get a baby young enough, you can mold its head into any shape you want. But you won't hear that from the lamestream media. We all know the movie Shrek was based on a true story. Shrek is still walking around out there someplace. He's got, like, the strength of an ape. And no one will even acknowledge it. Except Trump. Army snipers are trying to kill me because I'm white. Donald Trump is the only one who gets it. There's a certain kind of paint. And if you cover yourself with it, you're strong enough to stop cars. But none of the candidates will talk about it. Except one. Donald Trump. He says what you're thinking. Florida mom who runs a pro-gun Facebook page was accidentally shot by her four-year-old son. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Shot in the back and you're to blame. You give guns a bad name. Bad name. I guess she lived, but she would have died the way she lived. Putting her kids in danger. To be fair, she just let him watch Hateful Eight. I think a four-year-old is old enough for the chair. Look, I have a four-year-old nephew, and the amount of times he's told me he wants to kill me. Well, you know who was right? That person who said, you'll shoot your eye out. He was defending himself. He has a peanut allergy. More like the right to teddy bear arms. Am I right? (laughs) You would do the same thing in traffic. Admit it. That's impressive. I didn't shoot my mom until I was twice his age. He learned it from you, Mom. He learned it from you. Why don't you go to your room and think about what you've done? How many bullets in the chamber? One, two, three... Ah, 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 ah! Well, they didn't get carjacked, did they? This spring, Batman faces his greatest challenge yet. Dinner with his family. Can one of you help me set the table? I'm kind of busy from hanging outside of building all night long. Batson, come help set the table. With your bat mom. I'm right in the middle of a game. Unless that game is preparing yourself for a life of violence. Put it away and help your mother. It's Tetris. Why do you always do this? Because the signal is on, on that wall, and that means dinner is ready. Mom, Easter dinner is so lame. Celebrating the resurrection of Christ with your family is not lame. I wish I was you, Dad, because then my parents would be dead. Settle down, everyone. No need to fight. I've made this delicious ham. Woof woof. I'm Bat Dog. Can someone take that dog outside? The dog got into the potatoes. Stop looking at each other and adjusting your belts. Pull the dog out of the potatoes. Two hours later. What's for dessert, Ma? It's some pies. I made pies from scratch. Apple. Cherry. Pineapple. Blueberry, custard, key lime, meringue, lemon meringue, whipped cream, mustard. Could this be the end of Batman? Let me ask Grandpa if he's okay. I'm okay. presidential campaign has gone into panic mode as the candidates realize they've neglected one of the biggest constituencies in America, with 2.4 million people, bigger than New Mexico, Nebraska, or New Hampshire, bigger even than North and South Dakota combined. The candidates are out stumping for votes in prison. Can I tell you something, my prison friends? When I'm president... Prison's going to be amazing. You won't believe it. You're not going to want to leave. 
One thing I know how to do is build huge places that can fit a lot of people. And I'll tell you something else. This prison, it's going to make a profit. Do you know why? You're going to have slot machines. And who's going to pay for it? Mexico. Solitary confinement? More like solitary confinement. Campaign consultant Morton Stiffley. We know prisoners aren't supposed to vote. They're also not supposed to use drugs or have sex with guards. But they do. In politics, you've got to learn to work with people who break the law. Actually, you know what? I've already said too much. I am your candidate because I want an inclusive society that accepts the rehabilitated. I am your candidate because I want living wages for all. But mostly, I am your candidate because I look like most of the women who write to you while you're in here. It takes kind of a light touch. The thing with prisoners is they know when you're not being real with them. As a Cuban-American-Canadian, I will be the first Latin king in the White House. Una vez que un rey, siempre un rey. And some candidates create a volatile situation. You know and I know that you were railroaded by a broken justice system and now you are virtually slave labor. You are here because you are poor. Meanwhile, the bankers and the hedge fund scam artists who robbed the American economy in 2008 walk around free. Are you all just going to sit here and take that? Told, given that they can't vote, do you think it's wise for candidates to come here? Well, if they don't, the candidates are ignoring an entire 1% of the American population. What kind of idiots do that? The final edition is proud to present Great Moments in the Life of Nancy Reagan. Number two. 1956, Nancy meets Rock Hudson on the set of Giant. Mm, hello there, Mrs. Reagan. Welcome to my trailer. Over on the MGM lot, they say you can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Why, thanks, Rock Baby. But don't you swing the other way? Oh, none of your beeswax, Mrs. Reagan. Far as I'm concerned, your name is James Dean. The final edition radio hour will be right back, just like your cancer. Tony, we gotta come up with a promo. Our listeners don't know enough about all the great stuff the final edition does. Even when we tell them it's all this like blah 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 dot 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 www.url crap. No one gets what that is on radio. They just tune it out. Well, I have the perfect way to hold their attention while we give them the goods. When I was at the National Lampoon in the 70s, our most famous cover had a cute mutt with a 38 Magnum to its head and the legend, buy this magazine or we'll shoot this dog. Yeah, I remember that, but how does that help us? It was a visual image for a magazine. Meet Freckles. Freckles? Oh, there, there. Good boy. What's the matter then? Also, meet my 38 Magnum. Jesus Christ, you have a gun? Don't wave that thing around here. Is that thing loaded? Sure is. Hey, listeners to the final edition Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. If you don't stay tuned to this promo while Jeff gives you all the necessary info about our fabulous website and our fabulous YouTube channel and other fabulous stuff we do, I will shoot this dog. Jesus, man, take the gun out of that defenseless animal's ear. Uh-uh. Give him a good, Jeff. Oh, my God. Poor Frickles. Okay, fine. Hey, listeners to the Final Edition Radio Hour, you want more of what we do, go to thefinaledition.com. Our radio airs on this network on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at 8, as well as Wednesday at midnight. We've also got an album, we've got a Twitter feed, we've got a great YouTube channel, Facebook, everything you can want at thefinaledition.com. Now, tell them to tap all that into their iPhones, or leave themselves an audio memo. No, I won't. I told them enough, Tony. I'm calling the SSK. Tell them, tell them, or the dog gets it. I'm cocking the gun right now. Okay, listeners, 
please uh, write this down thefinaledition.com thefinaledition.com go there for everything you want from the final edition or this crazy old British coot is going to plug old freckles okay that wasn't so hard was it come here freckles you dumb old chum hey hey get down get, get down get away from me Get you crazy Good job, Freckles. Get, Get him. Sick him. Oh, yeah, this is Jeff Chrysler God. for the final edition of Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on oh, TuneIn. 8 p.m. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday nights. Midnight on Wednesday. No, Freckles, put that thing down. You don't have opposable thumbs. No. The final edition is proud to present Great Moments in the Life of Nancy Reagan. Number 3. 1980, Nancy secretly meets Ayatollah Khomeini in an undisclosed location somewhere in the Middle East. We need weapons! We need our hostages back. What do you offer, dog of a woman? 77 virgins in one mouthful. You speak in riddles, worthless female. Watch this. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, okay. Oh, oh, you can have your infidel hostages. Oh, uh, uh, when do you want them? Right after Bonnie's inauguration. And now, one of our many interviews with Donald Trump's. Penis. Hello there, Mr. Trump's penis. Hi. I'm sorry, the listeners can't hear you. Can you please speak up? Hi. It seems you're quite shy. I don't get out much. Really? Mr. Trump likes to keep me tucked away, unless it's time for the Chinese boy to play with me. Well, why is that? Because he's the only person who thinks I'm big. <laughs> Now, I just have a couple more questions for you. Okay, but just a couple. I don't last long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sure to make it a quickie. We all know Mr. Trump has some very strong views about immigration. What are your thoughts? You know, he can be a bit of a hard ass, but I'm just a big softie. So you think we should let everyone in? Works for me. Me too. Thank you, gentlemen, for this very insightful interview. Next week, we're live with Hillary Clinton's vagina. I'm looking forward to speaking with you, Mrs. Clinton's vagina. I'm going to eat you alive. Ready for makeup that truly transforms? Experience new deep chisel contouring powders from SFX NYC Fierce. It's contouring to the power of bronze. Sleek, chic, so unique. Get the cheekbones of your dreams in just one sweep. Buy one now and get a free ear contouring mini blush brush. That's deep chisel contouring from SFX NYC Fierce. Believe me, you need it. Okay, Ashley, don't panic. There's still plenty of time left in the game. Any second now, the cameraman is going to find you in the crowd and capture Kentucky basketball's biggest fan, Ashley freaking Judd. Come on, cameraman. It's me, Ashley Judd, the toast of Kentucky. I'm wearing my best Kentucky sweatshirt, which is hugging my curvy all-American figure. I have a Kentucky sticker proudly stuck to my smiling face. I'm even holding my blue and white pom-poms, a rare treat not only for the fans in the arena, but also for those watching at home. Show me already, the crowd will go insane. What's the deal with this camera guy anyway? Where's the regular cameraman, Craig? He would have shown me 20 times by now. Does this new guy not know who I am? Impossible. I'm the most famous Kentucky basketball fan on the planet. I'm the only famous Kentucky basketball fan on the planet. Look at how much everyone in my section enjoys my company. We're all best buds over here. Why isn't he capturing this? Oh man, the team's down by two with a minute to go. They haven't lost to A&M in years. Come on, dude. Don't you realize that whenever I'm shown on the Jumbotron, Kentucky wins? 
Do you think that's a coincidence? Do you think the team is good enough to pull this off on its own? No. Hello? Ashley Judd over here. Ashley Judd? We tied it up. We're going to overtime. Look how excited I am. I'm shaking my pom-poms. Show me, damn it. No, don't show the Kentucky bench jumping up and down. Look, I'm jumping into the arms of Scratch the Wildcat. Look at me. No, don't show those fans kissing. You want to see a kiss? Fine. Look, I'm kissing Dick Vitale on the lips. Look at us. Happy? Oh, gross. He smells like eggs. Show me already. I was in double jeopardy, you asshole. Double fucking jeopardy. Ashley! Ashley! Wake up! Huh? Wake up, Ashley! Oh, thank God. It was just a dream. It sounded like a nightmare of epic proportions, baby! It was, Dick Vitale. It was. Well, go back to sleep. Tomorrow's game is gonna be awesome, baby! Okay. Hey, Dick. Could you go brush your teeth? You smell like eggs again. Really? Again? Yeah. I don't smell anything, but okay, baby! Today on Clickbait. Ten awkward reaction shots to the Armenian genocide. Ten celebrities who used to be beautiful, but are now repulsive because of death. Thirty-one rolls of film from a World War II soldier are discovered and processed. The results are really disappointing. Chocolate milk? That was carbolic acid, you idiot. Fifteen life-changing quotes. Five amazing pictures artists painted using only a cat whisker and pond water. How one man created dynamic, powerfully branded content while lying in a coma. Apartment unlocked after 100 years reveals skeleton of tenants still whining about noise from skeleton upstairs. Take our quiz. Can you identify Premier League footballers by their SAT scores? Can you tell which Federal Reserve chairman came from these scrotums? Surgeon General declares 60% of Americans overweight with remaining 40% in constant fear of being eaten. How this perfectly charming sinkhole was ruined by a Florida town. That's clickbait. You're looking at nothing and you can't look away. President Obama has nominated Federal Appeals Court Judge Merrick Garland to replace Antonin Scalia on the Supreme Court. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? I'm with Senator John Hoven of North Dakota. I'm reserving judgment at this point. I heard he's a Jew. Oh, I heard he's a Jew. I heard he's a Jew. I heard he's a Jew. Judge Judy's a great adjudicator. Guess what's under that robe? It's another robe. We're cold. I feel like he's going to ask questions. I don't love that. But tell me this. Who will be in charge of the Taco Supreme Court? We believe it's unconstitutional for the president to carry out his constitutional duties. Well, I don't know. I'm with Senator David Vitter of Louisiana. I don't do halfway interviews. Oh, so he's the he's the elephant man. That's that's John Merrick. Oh, so he's Judy Garland. Oh, so he's a he's a ten. Oh, that's Bo Derek. So you're telling me they nominated Eric Garner to the Supreme Court? James Garner's going to be on the Supreme Court? Oh, so he, he sucks oil out of the ground? No, that's an oil Derek. No, that's me when I get drunk on Tuesdays. My brother-in-law ought to be a justice on the Supreme Asshole Court. Fuck you, Dave. I feel guilty that I should care more about this. If the nominee isn't Bernie Sanders, I'm not going to court at all. I've written my own name in as nominee several times. And no one has nominated me yet. You're splitting the ticket, Bridget! I'm okay for a Jew on the Supreme Court just as long as he's not a retard. Look, I'm with Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. I say we put out a statement already this morning, and I'm going to refer you to that. Any plans for this St. Patrick's Day? I'm going to build a castle out of pillows like my ancestors did. I'll be chasing after short guys and demanding their gold. I'm going to go down to Chelsea and just go to any bar with a rainbow. I'm going to eat a lot of cabbage. You're welcome, co-workers. I'm going to throw up. 
Not because I'll be drinking. I'm getting chemo. We're just going to dye all the food green so no one notices the mold. I'll probably just go to another Scientology class. It's going to be just like a drunk Thanksgiving. So just like Thanksgiving. When you have a green screen, every day is St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to get into a car accident and paralyze a friend. That's why I dyed my dog green. That's... That's why. Are you telling me the Pogues are booked? I'm going to do a comedy show at the Laugh Factory. It'll probably be pretty calm and uneventful. Well, I have to move all my breakables outside of my house because I'm moving that day. I got $1,000 and I'm going to get me a whole bunch of scratches. I'm going to feed beer to the dog. I'm going to forget about the other half of my heritage and just focus on this one. What's the other half of your heritage? Also Irish, but forget those people. I'm going to take a shot of Jameson's and a shot of Bushmills and just let them fight it out. I'm going to put all my money into an IRA. I'm going to wear my kiss me I'm Irish button. Last year they kicked me out of the woman's shelter. Someone will finally kiss me because I'm Irish. They have to. It's the law. And I can finally take down this mistletoe. I'm going to make corned beef and cabbage like my mom made corned beef and cabbage like her mom made corned beef and cabbage. This corned beef has seen some things. Welcome back to the final edition radio humpback. Orlando voters, are you ready to rock the Florida primary? Let me ask you this Who likes me in this room? not very convincing, guys. I don't usually admit this, but I am a highly sensitive individual right now. My poll numbers are softening, and I need your support now more than ever. So on the count of three, everyone yell, we love Donald Trump. Okay? One, two, three. We love Donald Trump. Don't lie to me, people. I can tell when you're lying. I am very fragile. I'm sweaty. And I'm scared. And to be honest, I just peed my pants with my big orange cock. I can't afford to lose any more voters. Let's all take an oath. Everyone, raise your right hand and repeat after me. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. That I, no matter how I feel, that I, no matter how I feel, no matter if my loser friends change my mind, no matter if my loser friends change my mind, or I come to my better senses on my own, or I come to my better senses on my own, we'll still vote for Donald J. Trump. We'll still vote for Donald J. Trump. On March 15th. On March 15th. No matter if I know deep down. No matter if I know deep down. That I'm supporting a self-obsessed baby. That I'm supporting a self-obsessed baby. We'll still vote for. We'll still vote for. And not stab the back of. And not stab the back of. My hero. My hero, Donald, Donald, J, J, Trump, Trump. Okay, good. I needed that. You know, you guys are, wait a minute. You had your fingers crossed, didn't you? Yes, you did. I am a self-conscious teenage girl right now. I am breaking out into hives. I'm borderline suicidal up here. Why don't you like me? Why? Prove it. Do a blood oath. Pledge your lives to me for the rest of eternity. Now take out your pocket knives. It's Florida. I know you got them. Slice your hands and high-five the person standing next to you. Go. The person standing next to you is a liar. Stab them in the back. Do it. Oh, no. 
If you love me, you'll stab their back before they stab mine. Kill them if you love Donald Trump. Kill, 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 kill. I'm still not convinced, people. And now Jim Rowe with an obituary of another real dead person. Antonin Scalia, the poor man's Robert Bork. Antonin Scalia, the jolly, bushy, eyebrowed, sanitized, racist, misogynist, homophobe, fake intellectual Supreme Court justice who regularly pled no contest to free meals, is dead after 79 years of staining his robes. Cause of death was undetermined, but the legal consensus is the universe had just cause to terminate his life. Scalia died at a West Texas hunting ranch run by members of the International Order of St. Hubert, patron saint of hunters, of whom Scalia was the most prominent member who could no longer find his member. St. Hubert's martyrdom is a particularly inspiring tale of struggle and faith. After his tormentors stuffed him with a devilishly mouth-watering selection of pork loin and a bed of guava and plum sauce, followed by almond mole chicken, viceroy's cake, and a delicious homemade ice cream, Hubert barely had the strength to cross the spacious veranda and make it back to his complimentary luxury quarters, where he quickly fell onto a plush pillow-topped bed and succumbed to the demonic enticement of a gentle sleep. St. Hubert is also the patron saint of metalworkers and smelters, and right now Scalia isn't smelting very good. Those at the ranch remembered Scalia as a stalwart defender of their Texas way of life, as well as the guy who always rushed the buffet and hogged the toilet. Responding quickly to the news, President Obama ordered all flags to be flown at half-caring. Those who knew him say Scalia was a man of varied taste, with a fondness for poker, opera, and forcing poison through the veins of innocent people on death row. The centerpiece of Scalia's judicial philosophy was his commitment to the doctrine of originalism, which sought to interpret the Constitution as it was understood at a time when women were considered less important than goats. Funeral services for his body included a 10-hour repose in the Supreme Court building, not far from where Clarence Thomas has been sleeping for the last 26 years. The final edition is proud to present Great Moments in the Life of Nancy Reagan. Number 4, 1987, Nancy meets Mikhail Gorbachev. Why, Mrs. Reagan, what are you doing in my bedroom? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down those pants! love face contouring, but wish your cheekbones could be even more defined? Then you're going to love our new deep chisel contouring chisel from SFX NYC Fierce. It's contouring to the power of bronze. Literally. Our bronze chisel scrapes away unwanted face flesh, leaving your cheekbones exposed like a skeleton. Now that definition that'll make your selfies really pop. Buy one now and get a free lip gloss. That's the Deep Chisel Contouring Chisel from SFX NYC Fierce. Believe me, your natural face is an atrocity, and you need to fix it immediately. And now, Rupert and Jerry make whoopee. Oh, honey, I love your wrinkled, nut-free scrotal sack and shriveled ward of the penis. Will it ever get hard? It's fully erect right now, my postmenopausal poppet. Climb on board. You're going to need a Niagara of Viagra. I love it when you skip youthfully to my big, soft billionaire's bed and trip on one of your breasts. I love it when you fart in bed and all that comes out is dust. I can't tell if you're wearing form-fitted, pleated pants or if that's just your skin. Naughty boy toy. I'd tell you to act your age, but I'm worried you'll die. <laughs> Tony, I'm not comfortable doing this. It's pretty ageist. Ageist? How could it be ageist when I'm older than Jerry Hall? Being older than someone doesn't mean you can ridicule her just for being old. Anyway, you're younger than Rupert Murdoch. Slightly. I believe it's ageist to say that I, who am aged, can't write jokes about the aged being aged, whatever their age. Maybe you believe that because you're a little confused? Because of your age? Hey, that's a trigger. 
I do not feel safe in this conversation. I need a safe space. <laughs> so do I, from this sketch. Do you realize I'm an ageism survivor? I have been all my life. All your life? Yes. Even as a kid, I was the victim of ageist assault. From younger kids. <laughs> okay, you win. Let's finish the sketch. Oh, my woe ickle baby, no hair, no teeth, and you just wet yourself. Oh, my precious kissy blissy ghoul next door. Hey, my cuddly huggly news corpse, let's call Mick to come over. We can have a two and a half some. Sovereign citizens. This is the second communication from the Liberty Militia in River Park, Oregon. We're here to free the town of River Park from the tyranny of the United States. Unfortunately, we now have a situation in which another group calling itself a militia has arrived in River Park and is claiming to liberate the town that we are already liberating. It's a false flag. They're undercover FBI. And, and, and it's so obvious. Play the tapes. We're, we're going to call these guys, and we have some tapes. They're going to blow your mind. The militia army? That's stupid. A militia is an army. We're calling them now. Hello, who is this? Are you the militia army? You tell me who you are. We happen to be the Liberty Militia. Oh, brother. Yeah, heard of us? We've been seeing you on TV. And we thought we'd better chat. Yeah, I think we'd better. I don't know whether you've noticed, but we've already liberated the town of River Park, so I'm not exactly sure what you're doing here. Play him the tape. We're going to play a little audio. You might like this. I don't think we have anything to learn from you. Just hang on. This is a recording Thursday when you held a press conference in the parking lot of the Red Apple. We're talking about originalism in the original sense. We believe in the people who believe in the Constitution, and we hold... Do you remember that? Do you remember saying that? I'm invoking my this Fifth Amendment rights. I'm not going to uh, confirm or deny anything. Hmm. Well, he is invoking the correct amendment. Yeah, well, listen to the other audio. That supposed school shooting. Right, okay. So this is a news report on that alleged school shooting last year in Chicago. They're interviewing a neighbor. Well, the police wouldn't let anyone out in the street until an hour ago. Now we're hearing about people and their kids... It's just awful. That's you again, isn't it? No, you're, you're not pulling this, are you? Are you pleading the fifth again? No, that's not me at all. You're a crisis actor. You're an actor, and you work for the CIA, and you go on TV whenever the media is making a false flag, fake shooting, or some fake incident, and you act like a real person. Oh, that's real nice, real smooth. Preemptively accusing us of being the crisis actors. When you're the crisis actors, here's a recording for you. It's 9-11. We can't get phone service, so I can't call anyone. They just, they herded us down in the water, and boats picked us up and took that's us you. to That's you. That's you talking right there. I just want that's a woman. Oh, right. I forgot. Voice-altering software doesn't exist Believe in this universe. Not, this this is, the first time I've been you have no case. That's your grammar. That's the same say, grammar actually. you use. It's it English so grammar. Complex. What? That's you. you are, oh, my so. God. You are trying to throw off suspicion from yourself in the lamest way possible. Just tell your CIA colleagues the real militia is here. Get off this line. You called me, idiot. I will kill you. I will kill you. No one calls him a crisis actor. Do you hear me? Calm down, Jerry. You're taking the bait. Your slime tactics. I gave up my family for this, you son of a bitch. Do you hear me? Come down here. I will cut your fucking head off. Come down here, pal. I will push your face into the garbage. You come down here, you son of a bitch. Come down here. I will cut your face open. I will pour garbage in your mouth. I'll stick a knife in your head. I will dump garbage on your dead body. We're hanging up now. I will jam a knife in your mouth. Okay, they, they got the point. They know that we know. We're going to sign off now. But we'll be sending out another communique in the near future. I will cut him hard. Look, I, I know you're trying to protect me, but that's exactly what the CIA wants. Sovereign citizens. The final edition radio hour will be right back. Welcome back to the final edition radio hour. Ugh, it might be good. I don't know. Hello. This is a public service announcement from the German government's Office of Cultural Affairs. It seems our country's history has left us with our hands tied behind our backs. 
Not literally, though for some years they did tie our hands onto our backs so the right one couldn't shoot up into a Hitler greeting. <laughs> now it's only figurative, but still, it's left us in quite a pickle. We've just accepted hundreds of thousands of refugees into our country, some of which have really backwards ideology. But since the world is watching, we've got to be very careful. Unfortunately, we have to let these asylum seekers mingle with the educated and progressive German people, even though we'd much rather concentrate them, you know, into separate homes or barracks or camps. But we can't do that anymore. So instead, we are offering a special visa to any foreign refugee women who'd like to come here and let themselves be sexually assaulted by the men from their countries. Hurrah! Our sexual assault numbers stay low, yours stay the same. Free healthcare, free education, free pretzels, and free rape kits. We'll also throw in unlimited free abortions. So ladies, find a male escort to bring you down to the Vaterland and help us support your highly misogynistic belief system so our women can keep on working towards equality in ours. And now, a new exciting final edition character, Surfer Dude! Uh, excuse me, I think this is my seat. Yo, my name's Surfer Dude. No problem, bro. My mistake. Uh, welcome aboard Flight 769, departing Boston and arriving in Los Angeles. Our flight time will be approximately 6 hours and 40 minutes. However, we will have to divert the plane to a landing strip somewhere near San Diego in order to let off an intoxicated and threatening passenger. Whoa, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Oh, he's just kidding around, I bet. Well, he better be, because I got some serious drinking to do, Brahim. What? Excuse me, sir, but you're not allowed to drink alcohol purchased outside this plane. Seriously? You're going to take away my nips? You'll have to calm down, sir. You're welcome to purchase any of our alcoholic beverages. We have beer, wine, brandy, vodka. I don't know. Are we so somewhere near Denver yet? No, sir. Should I come back later? Yeah, would you please? Of course. This is your captain speaking. We are now somewhere near Denver. Excuse me, sir, but you're not allowed to drink alcohol purchased outside this plane. Seriously? You're going to take away my nips? You'll have to calm down, sir. You're welcome to purchase any of our alcoholic beverages. We have beer, wine, brandy, vodka. I don't know. Are we somewhere near San Diego yet? Yes, sir. The captain just announced it. We're all going to die! We're all gonna die! I'm drunk and I'm What's wrong goodness. with this? Take that guy! Take, away, take his nips away! I credit the flight crew and the rest of the passengers for subduing me until the plane lands safely! He's got a bomb! Stay back! I am not a terrorist! I'm just a really drunk guy who is out of control! Do not arrest me! This is a customer service issue! And I have a bomb! No one survived Flight 769 to Los Angeles. No one, that is, except Surfer Dude. Hey, are you all right? Why, it's a miracle you got out of that plane alive. What was it like up there? Why, it was just like, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in, you get spit out of them, and then you drop in, and you get just smack the lip and drop down like you're going, blah, and then after that, you just drop in and ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted! Like that. Thank you for enjoying this edition of our new exciting and dynamic final edition content. Until next time. Whoa, dudes. I'm surfing, dude. What? March 25th is the celebration of the Annunciation when the Virgin Mary was told that she would bear the Son of God. Since all things are possible for God, here is an actual recording of that event. I can't believe it's 1 BC. I'm still writing 2 BC on my checks. Mary, O oh blessed virgin, fear not. I am the Lord thy God. You look like an older version of that Duck Dynasty guy. That's just a guise, so my magnificence doesn't blind you. Mary... I have chosen you among all women to bear my son. Yeah, well, you can at least buy me dinner first. No, it's going to be a virgin birth. What? You don't want to fuck me? What a slap in the face. You don't understand. The virgin thing is great PR. So, I'm going to be pregnant but still a virgin. 
Brilliant. So the first thing through my tight unused twat is going to be a baby. You know how much that's gonna hurt? There's a reason this process usually starts with a cock, Brainiac. You gotta ease into it. I'm God, okay? I can finesse the details. Details? I'm going to lose my cherry to a six-pound infant. There will be some discomfort, I'm sure. Look, no pain. I promise. Will you do it? Well... You're paying child support. And one more thing. There's no way I'm going to stop drinking throughout this pregnancy. If he's the son of God, he can beat fetal alcohol syndrome. I'll name him Liam. I like that name. No, 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 no. His name is... Jesus. Jesus? As in what people say when they're pissed off? Jesus fucking Christ. That's the full name, but without the fucking. Yeah, you explain that part. Whatever. It'll be good to have a son to give me grandchildren and to take care of me in my old age. Right. Gotta go. Hello, and welcome to the final edition of Radio Hour's Interview. Today, we're talking yet again to someone who is a key player in this year's Republican presidential primary. Please welcome Donald Trump's penis. Call me Mr. Trump's penis, if you don't mind. We're running for president here. Let's have a little dignity, okay? As you wish. We are, as you point out, in the middle of a presidential election, and you find yourself thrust into the middle of it. <laughs> I find myself thrust into a lot of things, believe me. Don't worry about that. The vaginas love me. Absolutely love me. They cannot get enough of me. And there's plenty to go around. I can guarantee you that. Vaginas all over this country are moistening for me. South Carolina vaginas were soaking wet for me. Nevada pussies, same thing. Even the snatch in Massachusetts. I moisten evangelical vaginas, young vaginas, old vaginas, poorly educated vaginas. I love the poorly educated pussies. You are doing surprisingly well with women. And it's not just the vaginas. We are going to do well with mouths, buttholes, you name it. We're going to absolutely kill it with orifices of every kind. That includes male and female orifices? Hey, look, I'm a big believer in traditional banging. One cock and one twat. Call me old-fashioned. But if people want to offer me rectums, throats, what have you, who am I to say no? True. Now, the controversy surrounding you, as I'm sure you're aware, centers on your, well, on your size. Seeing you here now, I've got to say, I'm not sure we're talking presidential timber. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold it right there. First of all, I'm flaccid right now, okay? I'm not going to let people judge me after I just spent a whole day crammed into a pair of Calvin Kleins, all right? Let me tell you something. When I am elected, I will be erect and I will be huge. Do you hear me? Huge. I'm going to be so erect and so large, it will make your head spin. And when the Chinese see how large and how erect I am, they will back down. Believe me, because they cannot compete. The Chinese have tiny dicks, yet they've been sticking it to this country. That all changes when I get hard, let me tell you. Well, there's the thing about the size of Donald Trump's hands that's... Let me tell you about Donald Trump's hands, okay? Just so you understand. I know he defends his hands, but only because he has to. Take it from me. The hands are losers. That's right, losers. They're small, they got stubby fingers, and they make me look bad. Because people make assumptions about me based on them. And let me say just one other thing about the hands. They are chokers, all right? You heard right. Chokers. I know because they choke me on a regular basis throughout adolescence. Every chance they got. Choke, choke, choke. Groping me with those tiny fingers. But you know what? It made me grow. It made me bigger. And I came out with my head held high. Believe me. Marco Rubio questioned your ability to serve during a debate. First of all, I can serve just fine, thank you. You just asked Melania. Do you think a cock gets supermodel trim because it doesn't have the ability to serve? Give me a break. You know what Marco Rubio's problem is? I'll tell you. It's little Marco, okay? People ask me all the time. They say, the Mexicans are rapists. But what about the Cubans? Are they raping too? 
Well, let me tell you, they want to, but they can't because they got a little tiny hot pepper sprout down there and it's too small to do the raping. That's why we don't have to build a wall to stop the Cubans. It's because of their little pepper peckers. Too small to rape. Mark my words. I have something I want you to hear now. Historians recently announced that Adolf Hitler had a tiny and deformed penis. Just today, that tiny deformed and now severely charred penis came out and endorsed you. Listen. Yeah, it's the tiny and deformed schwanz of someone who told it like it is. I think that Donald Trump's schwanz can do to America what I did to Europe. Though I will say, all the Republicans look great. Are you willing to totally disavow Adolf Hitler's tiny and deformed penis and reject its endorsement? Just so you understand, I don't know anything about Adolf Hitler's penis. I don't know what you're talking about with tiny or deformed or any of that. You won't unequivocally say you don't want the backing of Hitler's penis. I have to look at the penis. I don't know what cocks you're talking about. You may have dicks in there that are totally fine. Give me a list of the cocks. Okay. Now, is there anything else you'd like to tell America, Mr. Trump's penis? Just this. If you want to win, I'm your penis. In all the polling, I'm polling incredibly well. Just put me up against Hillary Clinton's vagina and see what happens. See if I don't stick it to her. We are going to make America great again. All right, well, that's it for the final edition Radio Hours interview. Join us in the future when our guests will include the roll of fat on the back of Chris Christie's neck. The final edition is proud to present Great Moments in the Life of Nancy Reagan. Number five, from 1989 on. Oh, Mommy, you're no commie. Oh, there you go again. Oh, here I come again. Oh, honey, I forgot to fuck. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the final edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jessica Park, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Rob Miller, Leah Krinsky, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, and Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the final edition radio hour. Bruce Cherry, Jim Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Hendrick, Jessica Park, Abby Parker, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, Leslie Shapira, Kurt Weitzman, Leah Krinsky, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The final edition is produced and directed by Tony Hindra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition radio hour is the property of the final edition LLC. Copyright 2015.